Hi guys and welcome to a brand new episode of Anime Podcasters. Today we are joined with a very, very special guest. We have GoPro Keo. How's it going, buddy? Uh, it's going alright. Just uh, just chilling. Uh, being called being called a special guest, as usual. <laughs> I know, right? You, I used to call you as a, a, a my, my my co-host. Yeah. Now you have now you have Yuki or you have uh or you have Austin over there. Oh yeah, Austin Austin uh, might make an appearance if he if he's currently <laughs> playing some Overwatch. If you hear you hear someone yelling, it's because Austin's losing at Overwatch right now. Yeah, that's much. what's happening, guys. Just so you know. All right, so we have a he, lot. He's to get he, to. he's glaring over at me like really, dude. <laughs> <laughs> great, great, that's amazing. Yeah, he right. and I share a room, so it's just like I have to. <laughs> we both have to keep our headphones on. <laughs> Deal with the consequences. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what li- that's what modern age living has given us, <laughs> right? So today, yeah. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, no worries. No worries. Today on Anime Podcasters, we are going to be talking about Shinigami, Gods of Death. Yes. Why talk about Gods of Death? What? Why did we do this, Church? What? How? Why is this a thing? Well, it seems that it's a common theme in anime. Like no matter. Uh, what the anime is about, it seems that they like to sneak in a little bit of their culture in it. Like, this is, um, like, uh, to basically sum it up, a uh, Shinigami is essentially a a Japanese version of the Grim Reaper, or and it can be uh, constituted as a god or a spirit, uh, spirit that invites humans towards death or feeds off of death. Like, in the case of Death Note, Ryuk feeds off of uh, people's lives. When, whenever he writes somebody's name down the Death Note, he gets the years that they would have had. Or like all the years that they've lived, I forget how it, exactly how it goes. I'm sure you could tell me exactly how it works, but this right. Is <laughs> <laughs> Only two minutes into the podcast, and we're already talking about Death Note. Oh, how unexpected! <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't even for, it, 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 it wasn't even from you, so that's that's okay. <laughs> what? What? Because if it was from me, it was it wouldn't be okay? <laughs> Why is it, that a thing? Because <laughs> you're you're such a you're such a death note. Death note. Choose your words very wisely, Kyo. <laughs> you're you are okay. Fine, I'll say it. You're a weeb. <laughs> I am. I really am. <laughs> Way to classify just for, me. <laughs> just just in the case of death note, Diane is a weeaboo. <laughs> oh, definitely. Um. So, Kyo. Austin's Kyo. nodding over in the back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Big ass smile on his. Like there was like a break in the special, and I heard James or Weeaboo. <laughs> right? So, Keo, please define to us what a Shinigami can be classified as. I know you got a little bit into it, but like, just yeah. get into it for me. Okay, uh, from what I read here, it says gods are supernatural, or they can. Shinigami can be either gods or supernatural spirits that invite humans towards. Uh, toward death and can be uh, presented or interpreted to be present in certain aspects of Japanese religion and culture. They have been described as monsters and helpers, creatures of darkness, or fallen angels. Fallen angels, kind of like Austin. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. All right, so he's, seriously, no, he's he's nothing close. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So uh, a couple of shows that came to mind. We're gonna we're kind of uh, gonna go through all of them. So yes. definitely, Death Note has a lot. Death of Note is obvious. It. Death Note is obviously the first one everybody thinks of. Like if you say Shinigami, first thing people say is Death Note. Like they raise their hand and just be like, I know what Shinigami is. <laughs> right. Okay. So let, like let's they'll probably read out. <laughs> they'll probably read it off the the Wikipedia or the right? uh, Death Note wiki. 
which I am. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get that one out of the way. Uh, yeah, please. So obviously the first Shinigami that we come across in the series is Ryuk, and he's very bored, and he decides to drop the Death Note, and we know how uh, how that goes. But uh, what did you think about the whole um, existence of Shinigami and how they came to... Uh, they came to like they were able to explore the human world, go back to the Shinigami realm. What are your thoughts on Shinigamis uh, in Death Note? Well, I like that they're not just uh, like this is just design wise. Like I think that they're all really unique. Like all the Shinigami, not just Ryuk, but like everybody is uniquely designed. Like they're not just uh, it's not just like the the skeleton and the cloak. It's like. Um, like, you, you see, like, dried skin, or, like, you see fur, like, sewn onto their bodies, and, like, uh, you see different kinds of skulls, like, you see uh, cow skulls, uh, like, different kinds of animal skulls, or even just a, uh, just, like, human skulls. They're really diverse in their uh, design, and their, um, like, all of them clearly have a personality, and it's almost like they're a whole species, and I think it's really, really cool, like, just the way that Death Note presents uh, Shinigami, and I, I honestly, I honestly uh, think that this is probably the best interpretation of Shinigami. Oh, definitely. Like, it, like uh, it's, the, it's, it's definitely the most creative. I mean, I, I mean, I'm probably just saying that because like it's got the most diversity amongst it, and like the other uh, gods of death that we're gonna go over today are probably like just defined by one person because people usually think like, oh, Grim Reaper. So then they go straight towards like, okay, then maybe the Grim Reaper is represented as one person. Right, 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 right. Um, what I really, really enjoyed about Ryuk, and we, we're going to get into the other Gods of Death, obviously, uh, in Death Note, but Ryuk is a really cool character, and uh, the, the way he kind of decides to maybe sometimes help light or be neutral. Uh, honestly, the guy's, like, really bored and just wants entertainment, and <laughs> obviously, like, uh, it's described very early on in Death Note that the Shinigami realm is, like, super boring. Like, they all they do is gamble or just... Nothing, nothing. It's it's a very like sh sh like boring place, and obviously they want to escape. And obviously, like when you think about like gods of death, it's like oh, it's so cool. A god of death is like a very like uh, interesting um, concept and everything. But like the way Death Note interprets it is that they're very bored. Like there's nothing you're doing. You're a god of death. <laughs> the concept of Ryu, like he just seems like a very uh, he's like very chaotic neutral. Like he's true neutral. <laughs> Definitely. I like I like that he's he's not aligned with either side. Like it seems that he sort of um like he sort of double crosses the Shinigami realm, I guess. I mean, or actually no, he does I don't think he doesn't he does he just uh he he just does whatever seems most interesting to him. Like it seems like the whole thing is put into motion by Ryuk. Because the more you think about it, if uh, he hadn't dropped the death note or if he didn't get involved, it would be a much different series like if he was just spectating he wouldn't have been uh, as interesting or as uh or he, he wouldn't have been as praised as he is because he's very he's got a great he's got a very uh, fun personality but he's also obviously a villain but everybody seems to like him as much as like like light has a big 
like light has a big following definitely right 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 um another interesting uh, thing when i when i think about shinigamis um there's obviously like it's obviously a world and each world has a leader and in death note there is a king of the shinigami and uh we don't see anything about him he's very like lightly referred in the anime of death note like i think real could like says oh he's an old fart or anything or like he's just a boring like doesn't have anything to do uh character but uh also, like the things I've noticed about the this Shinigami, ki- the Shinigami king is obviously he's not a good ruler at all because Ryu <laughs> will literally write fake rules in the Death Note. Obviously, like he doesn't he he doesn't he's like not afraid of like uh, any consequences suffered by the king of Shinigamis. He's like, oh whatever, I'll just write it. The old <laughs> the old fart will never notice. And like literally in the anime, I remember there was one Shinigami. I think it's uh, it was uh, Midora is the name of the Shinigami. Traded thirteen apples, thirteen apples. For a freaking death note. <laughs> it's like, here, I went to like Shopper's Drug Mart. Can you buy apples at Shopper's Drug Mart? Anyways, I went to the <laughs> store and got apples. Here's 13 of them. Can I have a death note? And like, that's how it worked. Um, yeah. I think that like, uh, as a, as a leader, the Shinigami, like, maybe a reason why the Shinigami realm is failing is because the Shinigami King is just not caring at all. Yeah. I mean, he's, I mean, just, uh, really, really, what can you do when there's, like, when you just live in a wasteland? <laughs> and, like, you, you can't die, and you're just sitting there like, eh, what do I do now? <laughs> Literally. Um, I want to maybe touch on, what did, what did you think about Rem as a, as a god of death? I thought Rem was a very, uh, different kind, or, like, her personality was definitely, like, she's a definite, uh, opposite to Ryuk. Because right. she, she actually grows an attachment to uh, Misa. Yeah, Misa. I, I, I was gonna say Mikasa for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway, she actually gets attached to her human and the owner of her Death Note, and she actually gives up her life to save uh, to save Misa. And then, like, as opposed to Ryuk, Ryuk just is like uh, he he's he's literally just using everybody. He's letting uh, Light think that he's. Uh, letting Light think that he's using him. Oh, definitely. Uh, another thing I want to like quickly add uh, on Ram is I think it's really interesting that Shinigami's like obviously like they're 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 entities, they're they're beings, and like they're really like well created in the sense that they all have different personality traits, and they all have basically I guess they all draw the line within the Death Note universe uh, somewhere differently. Like Ryuk doesn't care at all, and Rem obviously like has attachment, and like the 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 line wherever that line is drawn is gonna like depict what action you're gonna take. Obviously with Ryuk not caring like about Light, it's very uh, obvious that he uh, at the end he writes his name and Light Yagami's name in the Death Note, and Rem will literally write L's name to commit suicide in a sense to save Misa. Like it, it, it's really cool that. Other than just being a uh, gods of death, they they have emotions like humans, and so I think gods of death and humans are very similar. Really, who's the who's the monster here? Sort of idea. Really, really, no, no, it really leaves you like thinking like, are they really so different? I mean, aside from the obvious differences, like oh, one's like god of death, but <laughs> at the same time, it's just like it, it, the links that uh, a human or a shinigami would go to are not that. Are not too crazy to think about. They're not too far far off from each other. No, definitely. Um, also, uh, uh, la- last thing on the 
on a death note before we we jet off because I think we're we, we, I don't want to spend the entire time yeah, podcast yeah. talking about it. Yeah, um, there's this theory floating around on the internet. I've seen so many anime channels cover it, like to the point where I'm like, oh, oh that, this topic again. <laughs> Anyways, um, how light gets reincarnated into a uh, a uh, a shinigami at the beginning of the death note relay uh, visions of the god. There's like this shinigami that comes up to Ryuk and asks for like the story and offers him an apple, and people are like saying, well, uh. Uh, the Shinigami knew that uh, Ryuk loves apples, and he ha- he looks like sh- uh, he-, he he has the same hair color as Light. He was wearing like something that's very similar to his school uniform. Blah blah blah. Like all these things, like making it think that like um uh, this this uh, uh, uh this Shinigami was sim- uh, was uh, was Light. What did you think of that? Do you think it's possible for a human to be reincarnated into a Shinigami? What do you think of that? Um. Honestly, I'm not too well educated on the concepts of. Uh... Uh, reincarnation i just get the basic of it like it's just uh the concept of uh when you pass away your your spirit goes into another body you don't remember anything from your previous life and so on um but from my from my understanding i think the way it goes is uh based on how you live your life you either go up or down in the uh uh in in the scales of um in the scales of like what the lowest life form would be or the highest life form that sort of thing so right. uh, I honestly don't know how to feel about it. It seems like a co- it seems like a plausible idea, but at the same time, uh, didn't you say that another Shinigami like traded thirteen apples for a Death Note? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, if that's a common con, if it's, uh, I mean, if they're one of the arguing points is like they know that he likes apples. I'm like, well, don't all Shinigami like apples? Because their apples are kind of shit. <laughs> right, 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 right. So I mean that's Def- that's something to think about, but at the same time, I mean, like, I'm not going to discredit the theory entirely. It's entirely possible. Oh man, there's so many like similarities, like th- like uh, this article saying like, uh, he sports a red tie around his head, similar to the tie around Light School uniform, or sh- the Shinigami's mouth is shaped like Kira's smile. <laughs> like, oh my god, like, like people will just nitpick at the. They'll look for the thing. they'll look for the smallest detail that they can, but. <clears throat> I mean, good on them for looking for, uh, for like having a good eye and looking for uh, stuff to prove your theory. I mean, at least you learned something from school and doing those essays and arguments. So, <laughs> yeah, education. But at the same time, it's like sometimes you're grasping at straws there. <laughs> All right. Do you want to get into the uh, Shinigami from Soul Eater? Anyway, this is a very different interpretation of a Shinigami. This guy is very uh, fun loving, he's very uh, energetic, he's silly. But at the same time, he does have a darker side. So when you get to a point in the series where he has to, like, when shit has to go down, he is total badass. Like, he is, he holds nothing back. He really, like, lets it all out. He's, he has an actual scythe. He fights back with it. He, his voice deepens. He becomes actually very threatening. So it's a very, uh, <laughs> so the concept is, like, if you, like, in my opinion, the concept is that if you have a character who, is very fun loving and then you like completely do a 180 with their uh character it's a very big shock and they actually uh do become threatening and in this case it de- definitely works um i really like the idea that he's a very different interpretation he's a fun character and he's likable and he's not just uh he's not the i want to bring you to the afterlife that sort of character it's a lot diff it's a lot different from some of the other uh, interpretations of death that we've seen in media Definitely, I, I'm looking. I, I'm looking up right now on the um, 
on the wiki for uh, for death. But um, apparently, death has a family. Meaning, the, is death the kid of Shinigami as well, or is part Shinigami? Um, he is a Shinigami. He's a uh, Grim Reaper in training, basically. So he's. He's the son of the Grim Reaper, and in the manga, they go into that very deeply, and I'm not going to spoil anything for people who don't know, because... Well, maybe spoil it for people, like, okay, skip two minutes ahead if you don't want to get spoiled about the background of yes, Death the Kid, okay. guys. Like that, because so, some people want to hear your opinion. Yeah, so in the uh, in the manga, they go into detail about where Death the Kid comes from, and he's uh, technically the spawn of... Uh, I can't remember exactly, but like uh, in a, in essence, he's the uh, spawn or he's a clone, as it were, of uh, the Kishin Ajara. So he's so they're basically brothers, and it's a and it's a okay, okay. it's an interesting concept to see Death the Kid go from the uh, like as a good character being a likable character as well as uh, being a little a little crazy, but at the same time he's still likable, and then go to a go to a dark place where he embraces, uh, like, complete evil and insanity, and <clears throat> it, it just, oh, man. It, it's, like, the, on, honestly, the Soul Eater manga is a lot more interesting than the, uh, than the anime. The anime is really good, but it's just not as, like, yeah. the, the anime was still, uh, being worked on as the comics are still being worked on. I think they're still being worked on right now. I don't know if there's an ending to it, necessarily. Oh, okay. Okay. Interesting. Um, I think like, uh, yeah, I I've seen a few episodes of uh of Soul Eater, and I'm currently watching it right now. Uh, definitely, Death uh, is is a very upbeat and uh, happy go lucky guy. I haven't gone deep enough to see maybe another side of him, but as a Death God and as the isn't he like the principal of the school or isn't he like in charge? Yes, of the he school? is. He is. Yeah. Uh. Doesn't he have more of a serious side to him, or is there elements from different Shinigamis from other animes that like you you see from him, or is he completely away? from I the feel crowd? like he really stands out as a character. Like Soul Eater itself is a very big standout from uh, the rest of like shonen anime and just anime in general. Right. Like it's very focused on how uh, like how teenagers actually are. They're not very like the way that they portray the kids is like. How real kids really are like they actually feel like real people like you like you can actually okay, okay. see yourself in those children like you could see like oh I definitely felt I was definitely like that when I was a kid or I definitely relate to this when I was a child or or whatever like you just see yourself uh, like I feel like that's what a good uh, good anime is supposed to do like if it's about children or if it's about uh, uh, teenagers because a lot of anime as we discussed in our uh, in our uh, anime tropes video, <laughs> that uh, a lot of anime takes place in high school and stuff like, because that's where a lot like everybody had to go to high school. So like that's so Don't that's a complete me. Con <laughs> yeah. So that's a yeah. So that's a common <laughs> that everybody has, uh, like everybody's dealt with it. So they all know exactly what it's like. So it's something that everybody can relate to. Definitely, definitely. And okay, I think we we've covered death. Yeah, I definitely feel like we've covered him for the most part. He's definitely a character that I would <laughs> like. I, I love to watch. I love to watch him as a character. Like he's not only silly, but there are points in the in the show where he talks seriously. But it's followed up by him being a complete idiot. Like he just says something totally <laughs> stupid. Like he complete. Like he does a nice motivational speech about how about what it means to be a. Uh, what it means to take lives and what it means to uh, just 
to do the stuff that he does. And then next thing you know, uh, he says, everybody, there's a demon living under our school. (laughs) And like just complete silence after that. It is just, it's great. He's honestly one of the best, uh, anime characters out there in my opinion <laughs> yeah anyway let's uh let's go on what what else do you have for us yeah let's talk about uh, this this conversation is gonna be about another shinigami uh but that does like i think two appearances in the entire anime i don't even think the first appearance i know it's like it happened but i don't even know if it was like filmed or it was just like a a, a fact that it happened anyways i'm gonna be talking about for the next shinigami uh the uh Dead Demon come, uh, uh, Consuming Seal, which is the uh, jutsu that the third Hokage right, right. used on Orochimaru right. uh, during the uh, tuning finals and everything. Uh, I think that this jutsu was really cool, and it's literally, uh, I think, the most powerful uh, suicide technique in all of uh, uh, Naruto. And there aren't many uh, suicide techniques uh, in Naruto. You literally <laughs> summon the uh, uh, Shinigami, and the G- Shinigami... Uh, is there and from there uh, he pulls out uh, the the user's soul and from there like the uh, whoever cast the Shinigami Jutsu has to try to um, finish off the job and then like uh, have the person's soul killed and obviously that would result in the person's death. Uh, I think it's a really cool uh, jutsu. I also know it was the jutsu that was used by Minato to seal uh, Naruto uh, the, yes. the nine tails inside of Naruto. So uh, a- any thoughts on um, uh, on Shinigamis and Naruto, obviously it's n- not a very major. Well, I guess it's a major part of the series, but it's not you know uh, too prominent other than those two times. Yeah, it's not like a a major point in the series. It is, I mean, uh, oh, what am I saying? Uh, the de- the death of the Hokage is a major point in the series, but at the same time, like the uh, the Shinigami that he summons is not really seen again that often. I mean, like very like the other than the two, two times that you mentioned, those are the. Uh, uh, only ones that I can think of right off the bat where you do see the uh, where you do see that Shinigami and it is um, like you, you really don't know too much about the lore like the like the lore of the uh, the gods and the monsters and such of uh, Naruto you just know like oh they can uh, control the energy in their bodies and there are uh, just creatures that are kind of just here and you really don't know too much about like the uh, the nine tails or at least I don't because I didn't uh, follow the show past the uh, <laughs> Uh, past the Great War. Right, right. Uh, well, I am reading right here that there was another instance where this uh, jutsu came back. It was during the fourth Shinobi War climax. Uh. Apparently, Orochimaru, Sasuke, uh, Suigetsu, and Jugo went to the Uzumaki clan's uh, storage temple, and from there, uh, Orochimaru cast the jutsu again to like free some souls or something, or like he to like um, march. Yeah, he uh, he was there to like. Uh, Reflect his own body is what the article is saying. I don't even know what that means. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, I think uh, one thing that's really important to note about this particular god of death, obviously, um, uh, how can I put this? Uh, would you say Orochimaru is a courageous character? Like, Orochimaru is like, uh, doesn't get scared. Like, it, it really takes a lot, right? For when it's used on him uh, against the Hokage, or when the Hokage uses it against him? or no, in, in general, in general, like, to instill fear into Orochimaru. Orochimaru is one of the legendary Sanin, obviously a very prominent villain. Yeah. Uh, he, he thinks, like, he's a very courageous and an upfront character that's really, like, hard to, like, put the fear in or anything it's hard to scare and a character whose theme is centered around uh snakes and just uh like control and like uh immortality like it's really hard yeah, yeah yeah it seems like a hard concept to try and like scare this guy he's 
like honestly, you could take this guy to a horror movie, and I think he'd be totally chill. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he, yeah, he, he would be, he, Honestly, I think Orochimaru would just be sitting in the back of the theater, just being like, "Yeah, seen it, been there, done that, <laughs> ah, oh whatever." <laughs> well, well with, with, with that being being said, when that jutsu is used on Orochimaru, I think he literally like craps himself. Like, obviously, it's the most scaring thing ever, scariest thing ever for him, and he, you really see the fear of like the fear of gods of death into him. Like, it's just he is so freaked out by the entire experiment. So you know that this Shinigami is literally no joke when it comes to uh, Naruto and gods of death. I think that the uh, the Shinigami uh, using this jutsu and this jutsu in general is one of the most powerful jutsus in all of Naruto. It's yeah, it's Hokage level jutsu. And for uh, the third Hokage to actually scare him, like, for the most part, it seemed like... I, as I recall, he was frightened of the of the Shinigami when it was first presented in the uh, in the ver- in the uh, Hokage fight. Right, yeah, I, I believe that is the case. It's definitely something not to be messed with, so if he's scared of it, then there's probably a good reason for you or anybody else to be afri- frightened of it. <laughs> definitely. All right, let's talk about uh, the uh, Shinigami from... Black Butler. Okay, um, very similar to uh, the God or uh, the Shinigami from uh, uh, from Soul Eater, because I think they might have the same voice actor. I'm probably, I, I could be wrong. Like at least in the uh, really, yeah, I think in the English dub they have the same voice actor. I'm more than likely wrong, but it's always possible because their voices are very similar. They're okay. But, uh, what ma- what uh, differentiates this Shinigami is that he's. Uh, <clears throat> Like he's not the only Grim Reaper. There are other Grim Reapers in the series of um, uh, Black Butler. Like there is, uh, oh dear God, there's crap. I can't remember his or her name. It's the uh, have, have you seen that red-haired character that has the the chainsaw and the the glasses? I have not watched Black ba- Black Butler okay. yet, so I know. <laughs> <clears throat> well, uh, just for your sake, I won't spoil too much, but um. The char- but uh, anyway, there's a character... Oh, I don't care. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's okay. No, really, really. Honestly, I can't spoil it because I don't remember the name. <laughs> oh, wow. Anyway, the character from Black Butler that I was uh, specifically thinking of was called The Undertaker, and he is quite literally playing the role of an Undertaker in, uh, like, uh, 16th century London. I can't remember the exact year, but... Um, Anyway, he's disguised as an Undertaker, and when they find out that he's actually a uh, Shinigami, he's actually the head Shinigami, so he is God, God of Death, basically. Okay, 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 wow. But anyway, what differentiates him from uh, Lord Death is that he is just as silly as, um, he is as silly as Death, but he is, but uh, all the way through, he has a complete undertone of being very sadistic and freaky and he's like there's a, there's an episode where they're going into uh try and stop jack the ripper as it were and he's slowly and uh, se- seemingly enjoying describing how he how the uh, grim or uh sorry uh how jack the ripper would uh make incisions along the uh, lower lower pelvic region of the females that uh, the female victims that he would kill Right. And okay, so that's okay. a very, wow, very yeah. So he's a very uh, different uh, kind of. He's he's also he he does stand out from the crowd, but I don't think he's as unique as Lord Death. Like the the concept of Lord Death enjoying what he does is not 
an uncommon concept, but the fact that he's uh, super, super happy, he's very upbeat in the uh, Soul Eater universe, but in here he's, he is, he is kind of upbeat, but he's more focused on being a little bit, like, just odd, like, he's very, uh, quirky, yeah, yes, quirky, that's the word, that's a good, that's a good word, thank you. There yes, we go! Exactly. You're welcome, Kyo. <laughs> <laughs> I have a billion thoughts going like a mile a minute, and then at the same time, I just like I don't know the words that I want to use. <laughs> welcome to my life. Okay, uh, I don't since I haven't seen Black Butler, I, I can't really uh, add too much to uh, to that. Character. I would say it's something. I'll just go ahead and give you a yeah, recommendation for it. I would say that it's something that you might enjoy. It is. Uh, it is a little different. It's not. It's kind of hard to fit the bill on this one. Like, it's like, you can't really describe what genre it is. It's mostly, like, you could just say, oh, it's a supernatural anime. But at the same time, it's got, <clears throat> uh, it's got, a like, it's got a character that's very uh, different. The characters are not uh, very, they're not cut and paste. They're all very unique, and they're very interesting to learn, like, what their philosophies are and, like, how they, how they interact or how they think yeah. Right, right. <clears throat> Very interesting. Very so interesting. I would definitely uh, well, give it a recommendation. Butler, You'll yeah. have to add that to your anime list because I think a lot of I think oh, a yeah. lot of ladies would be interested in hearing what you had to say about it. <laughs> like, <there's>, <laughs> specifically ladies. <laughs> huh? Specifically, well, the ladies. I, I'm sure there are guys out there that enjoy it too, but it's more like it seems like there are a lot of uh, female otaku's who really enjoy this show. I mean, I enjoyed it too. It's just like there are some fan service things that I really don't care for, but. They're very few and far between in the first season. Okay, I see what you yeah. mean. Interesting. Interesting. <coughs> do you think, a question like that, do you think there's any gods of death in Tokyo Ghoul? Do ghouls and gods of death have any sort of similarity? <clears throat> Just a, a one-off here. Um, I don't know if they would necessarily fit that concept. They're more of a... I mean, if you want to look into it uh, culturally, you could say that maybe the... Uh, the idea of these characters being uh, sort of gods of death would sort of make sense, but at the same time, it seems like you're going a lit, like you're kind of making a chicken out of a feather here. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I think I, I, I would, I would agree. I think the only similarity with they have is that you know, gods of death coexist with uh, humans. Yes, and but the, the the difference is that like ghouls are well. supposed to, like from what I understand, ghouls uh, feed on humans. To live, yeah, they do. So like, they can only have. Coffee. So they don't like. Oh, hey, okay, this guy's dying. I might as well go eat him. Or like, that person's uh, about to get hit by a bus, and they're not going to die. So I got to kill him. <laughs> right, right. So, right, it does, right. It, so um, I think that it doesn't necessarily work the same way. I would have to say that it's. Um, I mean, I yeah, like I said, it's kind of grasping at straws, but it's a it, it's an interesting concept. It is definitely is. Next time on anime podcasters, cool. <laughs> <laughs> We're just gonna start talking about like different races next time. After that, Namekians. Namekians. That's like one. That's one that, whole show, dude. And next time after that, we'll there's like we'll, we'll four or five it. you can think of off the top of your head. We'll go even smaller than that. I could I could probably think more of than five, but I will do it right now because we're not talking about that. Anyway, next time we'll go even an even smaller sample site. We'll talk about yard rats. All right.
So, in all seriousness, let's bounce to the uh, last uh, Shinigami I want to talk about. And so, uh, Q and I agreed uh, in the pre-show that a Grim, Grim Reaper would be very similar. We also agreed that uh, it is like a God of Death during the podcast. Um, so, the next uh, God of Death I want to talk about, Grim Reaper, whatever you want to call it, is Botan from Yu Yu Hakusho. Yeah. You look at Botan, and Botan does not look like a God of Death. <laughs> Botan she looks very. She looks very like, moe upon first inspection. <laughs> she's and she's super upbeat and uh, outgoing. Basically, Botan's job in Yu Yu Hakusho. Is oh yep, that, yep, right here, right uh, here. Your, uh, dies, right here on the wiki, it just says Grim Reaper occupation. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So I think um, I, like, I think what, she definitely she counts. <laughs> Yeah, no, okay, okay, she counts. Uh, what she does, basically, is that she, uh, uh, I guess, carries or brings the dead souls from the human world to the spirit world. And um, she, I, I just think, like, when you think of a Grim Reaper, you think of, like, uh, skulls and, uh, like, uh, a cloak and dark. You, you think this of, like, dark clothes, like, pink. Uh, like, you could think of, like, red, like, dark red or uh, just black, total black, or, or in hoods and such, or t tattered clothing, that sort of thing. Yeah, and like later on in the series, she like works a blue skirt. She's like all like like all dolled up <laughs> most of the time. And so uh, uh, she shows up on her room and like uh, to make like Yusuke to like uh, spirit world and everything. But I really, I really liked uh, this God of Death, and uh, obviously Yu Yu Hakusho being one of my favorite animes ever. Uh, I'm kind of biased when I say this, but I really enjoy the concept that Yu Yu Hakusho has here, where a God of Death looks like it, just like a regular everyday person, and like. Um, and I, I think that was really cool. And she's really like, I think like you, how you said like Lord Death was uh, was a standout Shinigami. Uh, I think she stands out even more in the sense that like she does not fit the the bill at all here, and she does her job very very well. I mean, there's like a Yu Yu Hakusho movie where she literally delivers a message from uh, from the Kuenma to the human world Yusuke, and it's a great. She, she does a great job, and I think as a god of death, um, she's very very interesting. I know you've watched a little bit of Yu Yu Hakusho. Any thoughts on Botan? Uh, yeah, I actually I definitely agree with you that uh, Botan is a much more standout type of character. Like she. I mean, uh, much much like Lord Death, they're very upbeat. They're very uh, happy characters. That seems to be a concept that uh, a lot of anime like to do. They like to make their uh, gods of death more enjoyable. They like they like to make them less uh, less grim and dark and evil. They like to make them a lot more uh, upbeat and exciting and like characters that you actually want to be around. But. And mm -hmm. yeah, oh, like definitely. and uh, like you like you said, I think she stands out a lot more as opposed to Lord Death because, like you said, uh, she doesn't fit the bill. Like if you uh, like uh, showed a picture of those two standing side by side, you would just be like, okay, the one on the left is uh, is uh, Lord Death, and he's a Shinigami. He's obviously a Grim Reaper. But if you look at her, you're just like, that's just an anime schoolgirl. Because <laughs> like yes, because because right. um, you look at Lord Death, and that's exactly what you think a, a Japanese version of a of a Grim Reaper would look like, but you look at the other girl, like, that's just a, that's just an anime girl. <laughs> no, definitely. And, like, past just, like, what she looks like, um, her, her quirks, like, she's very clumsy, she's super optimistic, she wants to help out everyone as much as possible, like, super caring person, like, these are not qualities you're gonna usually find in yeah. a Shinigami. Like, obviously, yeah, okay, you can argue Rem's caring and helpful to, 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 to Misa, but I don't see, like, you know, like, the first thing that me, that, uh, that uh, Rem tells Light, uh, if Light 
wants and says like I'm gonna kill you. Misa is like, oh, Rem, I'll write your own name and <laughs> your name in my death note, and I'll die. Like obviously, like um, completely different from uh, uh from yes. <laughs> but I really liked uh, liked her uh, in New York show. She she really added uh, a nice uh, a humorous touch to the show, and she's just, uh, just a great character. One of my my favorite characters ever. Yeah, definitely. I like you said like you just said um or. Uh, like you just said, like she is, like you could argue that uh, Rem is a very different Shinigami, but at the same time, like I said earlier, they're all, like all the Shinigami and Death Note, they are most definitely uh, still, they're still following the theme of death. They're still following the, the theme of like the, uh, the core concept that you're trying to think of when you're designing these characters is like, okay, they're evil looking they are like gross they're they're uh they're rotting like they're just pieces like they're basically like pieces of garbage stuff that you would throw out and like you just combine all that stuff and then you get characters like ryuk and then you get ram and then you get the shinigami king that sort of thing um and uh yeah like she's a very different uh interpretation of a uh shinigami and with that uh i hope you don't mind uh or did unless you had something else to add to that no, no, go ahead. Okay. Um, the last one, unless you have another one after this, in but in any case... I don't, uh, I don't, I don't. Okay. So I guess the last one that we have to talk about is uh, Bleach. Yes! So this one is entirely centered around the concept of uh, death. I mean, uh, most of these characters, most of these uh, Shinigami aren't actually taking people's souls from what I can, can uh, recall. So, like, they're not necessarily doing their jobs, from what I remember. Because, <laughs> like, the concept... Like, at least Botan uh, carries carries dead souls to the next world. But these guys are just, yeah. like... They're, we're, fight, we're fighting demons. We don't have time to uh, take people to heaven or hell or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, no, that's right. If they kill, like, the, the hollows or whatever, then the uh, the spirit trapped inside it gets to go to, like gets to go to heaven or whatever or the afterlife yeah afterlife <clears throat> so bleach has a very wide variety of characters like you could argue that this is probably the most diverse group of uh like gods of death that you could ever have in any anime so like you got like oh, definitely you have, arguable definitely yeah arguable. you have uh, you have old wise you have uh, young sexy you have uh smart and sophisticated or just plain out like i I'm looking at a picture here, and I see a character with a dog's head. I have no idea what I'm looking at right now. <laughs> oh, God. Thumbnail. Any, any, <laughs> anybody anybody who watches Bleach like more than I do could probably just drop a comment in the bottom and just say, oh, that's uh, who so-and-so. Yeah, that's so-and-so like, from so-and-so. I have no clue. <laughs> All right. Um, I think that uh, once again, Bleach non anime. I've dabbled into uh, much. Uh, I only saw like a two or three episodes of Bleach. But uh, I think like a thing I've seen online is that these Shinigami in Bleach are definitely the most spiritual. Is there an argument to be made there? Like spiritually speaking, I don't. I, I from what I've understood, you say they don't take souls. But like, are they more spiritual than different uh, Shinigamis in other animes? Like spiritually wise, what do you think of that? Honestly, they're probably a bit. They're a little more unique, and, like, the concept of... The concept is, like, um... Like, when you go to the next life, you have, uh... Complete... Feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, guys. Like, if you 
have to say like you didn't get that right that's that's fine you can tell me because i don't watch i don't watch bleach as much as i used to and i never really got that far into it because it it's went not on for... anime experts it's anime podcasters <laughs> the bar is so low so low you have nothing to worry about for god's sake i'm i'm hosting the show like come on <laughs> anyway um my understanding is that if the, <laughs> once you've passed on, you have the option of just uh, uh, you can become a Shinigami, or you can just like go to like just go to rest. Uh, that's as far that's as far as I can remember. I don't think that's true, but oh well. <clears throat> and obviously, all of these Shinigamis all have different abilities. Is what I'm saying. Like uh, they have uh, longevity, enhanced durability, or Rai. Oh God, Rai Roku. Uh, or Zampakuto, uh, a Shinigami weapon. Its shape is typically to a Japanese katana. Okay, so yeah. they're even armed. Okay, these yes. Shinigamis have weapons. <laughs> um, I I do think that you're right that uh, Bleach does have a more spiritual, uh, has a more spiritual aspect to it. The uh, like when they release a soul, it's actually kind of a beautiful thing to see. Like you see these poor uh, helpless. Uh, uh, peoples, and then like the uh, Shinigami, like uh, uh, what's his name? Oh my gosh, uh, Ichigo, Ichigo, sorry. And uh, Rukia are just like letting these souls free, and it's actually kind of uh, a relief to see these people finally go to rest. And it is a very spiritual uh, feeling that I think that I get out of it. <clears throat> very interesting. Uh, yes. One last thing I want to touch upon for these, I'm reading here, Exiled Shinigami. Apparently, uh, Yoroichi, uh, Tesai, and Kisuke are exiled Shinigamis. So, but they still he help the Shinigami group at times. What's that about? Do you know? I honestly don't know. I only got so far into the into the show. Honestly, oh, okay, no worries, no worries. I was. Just <laughs> I think I'm. I think I end like ended on episode twelve or something because. Oh, it okay. Got, it got a little convoluted as it went on for me, so I was just like, okay, this is gonna go on forever, and it's <sighs> just recent, and it's just recently ending, and this was like, like a year ago when I got that far, so it was okay, just gotcha, like, gotcha. I am not going too far into it, but for those of you who like it and are still with it, more power to you. I'm sorry that the show ended, but okay, actually, no, I'm not sorry. It ended. Everything has to end. At oh, some you're gonna trigger so many. <laughs> I'm. Like, I mean, like honestly, in my opinion, like Naruto should have ended a long time ago, and I don't think that the next generation series is really warranting of existence. <laughs> really. I really don't care for it. We'll, we can probably go into that. Like, we could go... We could actually go into... Uh, here's a podcast idea. We could always do an episode about uh, uh, shows that go on too long or shows that were never finished that didn't fit... They're, like, were not on long enough, that sort of thing. I sound, <laughs> I think that sounds like a fun idea. <laughs> Hi, guys. Welcome to One Piece. <laughs> That's never going to end. I swear oh, to God. I know, right? <laughs> okay. Okay. We do have one question from the audience. I... I, I this was a super impromptu show, so just before going uh, on, I tweeted out that we're, uh, I need some Shinigami questions. And we got a question from at Alpha63287596. <laughs> I'm not fitting to answer this question. GoPro, this is going straight to you. Are you ready? Okay. Why is at Giant Music not a god of death? Why am I not a god of death, Keo? Because your death note obviously is broken. Duh. 
Death Note is broken, therefore Giant Music is not God of Death. I hope that really, uh, that in-depth analysis analysis really answered the question for you. I usually go in depth, but I got nothing else to say except you need to, go- <laughs> you need to call, uh, oh crap, you need to call Shinigami Tech Support. No, you need to subscribe. What, what is this? Tech Support. Okay, I'm kidding. All right, so uh, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Shinigami's on Anime Podcasters. I really hope you enjoyed. GoPro will be on next time. I'm sure we'll have him some other time. It's really fun to podcast with you, buddy. Thank you. It's really fun to do these. <laughs> yeah. All right, so where can people find you online? Uh, you guys can find me online on Twitter at GoProKill, or uh, you can find me on Twitter. Or you guys can find me on DeviantArt under uh, Church Christensen. Or you can uh, find my uh, YouTube channel. Or you can go to Daydreamer Studios, which all links will be in the description, of course. Of course, yeah, no, they're definitely going to be in, my, in the description. And if you don't feel like going to the description, go on my channel. They're all in my channel box. Subscribe to, the, to, to, to GoPro Kyo. And I'm Daydreamer a homie. <laughs> he's a homie. Yeah, he's I'm a my homie. Ho- homie section. <laughs> I, I was thinking of renaming that, sen- that section Friendship. <laughs> We'll figure that it is out. Total, uh, that is total friendship. Total friendship. All right. Yes. And for myself, you can follow me on Twitter at Giant Music. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash Giant Music. And subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Peace out, guys. Bye. Later.